<laughs> we hope. We'll try. So. <laughs> oh, Lord. So we just recap six by accident. <laughs> This is awful. Oh, I think that that gets this us all in the up. mood of that gets us all in the headspace, right? We all yeah, know I where we were. Right. And it also puts yeah. us up to like we know where we ended, and it may be bleeding over one way or the other, but <laughs> still, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I, I'm in YouTube right now, um, thinking about fixing that right now, so I'd never do that again. But I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Um. So since we're doing a, kind of a new episode. Yeah, you're right, Coward. I did have to poop. I'm I have a turbo bladder or <laughs> turbo colon. Uh, <laughs> what we're doing tonight is doing a recap of episodes seven and eight. What we just did was technically a recap of episode six. But that was a warm up so that we can accurately and entertainingly and funly do a real recap of episode seven. Uh, which is what you're listening to right now. Uh, listen to Rocks and Rune Lords every Wednesday, early on Sundays. If you're a Patreon member, listen to Almighty Podcast on every other Monday, where they're reviewing Her- My Hero Academia with Adam and Atkins. So, who's your favorite character? Adam. Adam and Atkins. Still, still, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have to tell Atkins to get on the ball. I don't know where this Atkins dude lives, or I've already like compared him to Adam in many different ways. so apparently where episode six ended was in the trap with a candlestick yeah with mr plum actually did we i think if did the did the trap go off and you do the uh we'll see you next time thing is that the no that wasn't no we we did no we 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 opened the door at the end of the hallway yeah and that's where he cut the episode. I remember that now. For some reason I was thinking because that was the, the one at the, yeah, the one at the other end was trapped too. So the hallway was trapped with the little flip grindy trap yes. of terror. Yeah. And then the, the door at the end of the hallway was also trapped with like an yes. evocation spell or something. Well, that was part of the door. It's specifically, specifically right, specific to the door's letter. So that's right. something that you guys kind of figured out early on that was each door had a specific trap associated with it after just yep. exploring and looking at the different each and door letter. Each, each, yes, each letter, each door letter had a different trap with different effects. Uh, most of them were magical, but a couple of, or one of them actually was mechanical. mechanical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're right. It is trap, but it wasn't like a, a separate trap. It was, it was part of the door. Of course. Uh, oh, I'm going to the map. Sorry. Oh, no. Um, and Tarathiel was actually, I mean, really good considering the difficulty of these traps. Got you guys around, you know? Um, I, and I think, I want to say at this point, you had unlocked two of the same letter. Yes. Because, when, when, when we go through this door here, um, this first one was a J. And this one here is a J. Okay. So I no, remember... sorry, this one this one's an I. This one's a J. The reason why we went through this one is because we'd already unlocked another J. Right. Yeah. And I remember when I was reading through prepping for this adventure and the spirit of expediency and oh my godness, I gave you 
advantage or something whenever yeah if because you, it unlocked a one like that yeah right so it became easier and easier once you once you unlocked the door you understood you <laughs> grokked the door and are able to unlock it with a much much uh, and the DC dropped like the advantage of the DC dropped it was it's just easier because I mean behind the curtain it sucks just to do a slow slog through a dungeon <laughs> trapped door trapped door <laughs> nonstop like. God, I mean, I that just gets really, really boring. So um, I was trying to look for ways to make it easier and with good reason, you know, in-game reasons for it to be easier for you to get through some of this horrible crap. It's uh, it, it's funny because I've, I've, I think I've discussed this a couple of times. There's always a balancing act between trying to be entertaining and push the story forward while also trying not to get your character horribly murdered. Um <laughs> So there's been a few times when Tarathiel has just like pushed forward because like, hey, we need to keep this thing moving and then yeah, just yeah. gets in dire, dire situations, which is now just becoming part of his character that he's just impatient. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how characters develop over time. Like you have this idea how they're going to be. Yeah. yeah. But you play a good six, 10, 12 hours and all of a sudden the, their personality and their character emerges. Yeah, and that's part of the fun of new characters is uh, discovering oh. who they've become. Based sorry. on, Heath, I'm really sorry, fun. I muted you. <clears throat> you. You muted Heath. Yeah, I, I was playing Stop. with the settings on, with on Skype. Am I, I am I unmuted now? Yes, you're good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have you been talking this entire time? No, that was just just a second ago. <laughs> I was I was trying to do something and I clicked the wrong the wrong thing don't give me any power i don't know why i'm running the bloody screen <laughs> what does this button do, yeah, this button do? <laughs> what does this button do oh my computer's rebooting Back in oh my god eject uh, mic click <laughs> okay i'm sorry that's all right interrupted your brain of thought there that's all right uh you got through this other door and this large massively big room to the west left mm-hmm. is what you stepped into so it's always interesting to hear experiences from the players versus what you remember as the dm because generally it's the same but like 45 degrees off <laughs> what do you remember about this room when you first walked in do you guys remember this is the throne room if that helps mm-hmm. if you've forgotten what yeah. this was I remember that there were petrified trees and frescoes with complex gears. Um, yes. And there was so, some kind of face or something on the so wall. The, the petrified, petrified uh, trees are actually the pillars. They yeah. look like petrified yeah. trees. Because yeah. yeah. I remember hiding yeah. behind one. <laughs> What's that? I remember hiding behind one. Yeah. <laughs> the slot and, machine throne. Yes. Yeah. And there was an old gnomish king sitting in that throne. Remember, which, which we knew was an illusion because I had to take not, magic. Out. Not no, a, we you knew well. You detected illusion, transmutation, and necromancy. Remember, you had all these things coming from that area. This yes. this was the uh, this was the episode where the uh, uh, don't put your butt on necromancy quote. Yes, yeah. don't, yeah. don't, yeah. don't, yeah. don't sit necromancy or don't put your butt on don't necromancy. Put, <laughs> yeah, don't put, don't put your butt on necromancy. Yeah, because I said I really wanted to sit in that throne just to find out what would happen. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, we didn't immediately discover that the king was an illusion because uh, Terefiel threw a ball bearing into his lap to see if he could wake him up, and it just kind of sat in his lap until we got close and then realized that the ball bearing had actually fallen onto the chair. Right. 
So through the nature of illusion, it still gives you the idea of, you know, you still perceive things as it should be, but yeah. once you saw through it, you saw it. Um, it seems like that magic would be wildly complex after a while like, to maintain that web of lies. It's, just well, like it, a, it, it's a, a, an illusion that's been here at least 75 years. Cause remember Keegan told you that they abandoned this, this uh, fortress 75 years ago in the midst of uh, plague among other things. Which was interesting because I mentioned that and nobody picked up on it. He said that they left because there was just disease and all this stuff, and nobody. Uh, I was like, I was obviously listening to episode five, not six, but listening to where you guys were talking to Keegan and, and Jinya at the uh, Saint Cuthbert's Chapel, and somebody asked about Jadarun. He said, "Well, it was abandoned by you know my ancestors seventy-five years ago because of this, this disease, and this, this, and the other." And, Everyone's like, oh, man, that sucks. And then <laughs> it was kind of forgotten about until you much later found out what he's talking about. But we're not going to spoil too much. Mm. Was that the <laughs> disease? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. If you speak peanuts, I'm sorry. You know exactly what I just said. But uh-huh. anybody else? Uh, no. All right. Spoilers. The, um, I, want to, I want to say that there was... Oh, something else in this in this room that we. There was a magic mouth. There was a magic mouth that That's said, "If you wish an audience for the king, place your finest coin in my mouth." Um, which and we did. We we put gold in his mouth because it's so weird. Yes. And it kachinged like a pachinko machine. Yes. Yes. And that was it. Uh, and <laughs> that was it. It was literally you, nothing. But you you made a a. a perception check well enough to realize that it tumbled into the armrest of the throne. Which we did not open. We did not. Yes, but we moved on. (laughs) You didn't stay long in this room. I believe you went south. South, yeah. Yeah. South from here. Into this large, large open room. Oh, that's not open. Why is that not? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure what happened with that little corridor, but let's reveal it. <laughs> Whoa! Ah, I'm holy crap! That. I am good. I'm becoming very skilled. Yeah, polygon. I didn't realize. I didn't realize just how much you haven't seen of uh, Jean-Hurin. Quite a bit. You can just reveal it now. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> give us the treasure and the cliff hey. notes. Yes, and the <laughs> items. So well, go ahead. Do what? I almost, I almost did another spoiler thing. So go ahead. Um, Off the top of my head, without looking at my notes, I do not remember what was in this room. I think it's the one that had the short pedestals that may have held uh, artifacts at one point, but were probably cleared out. They were cleared out. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty empty room. Cobwebby for memory. Cobwebby had all those pedestals, um, and and the general idea was that they that the gnomes had grabbed all. It was like a it was like a museum maybe, and they had grabbed all these ancient relics and artifacts, and cleared out this room when they uh, abandoned Jadarun. So I want to say that this trap went off. I'm pretty sure this trap hit Tarathiel while I was trying to unlock the door. Um, because this is the point when we decided, hey, what if we knew a gnome that was really good with locks? 
And we we went back to the surface and back to Jenya to try and find Gelf. And he was gone. And he was gone, yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, at the time, you didn't realize where he was, but you find out later in a couple of couple of sessions later. Yeah. But Jenya, Jenya promised to send him to us if she saw him. And I think that might be the origin of how we ended up with Alma, is that, um, story-wise at least, that Alma showed up at, at the... Um, Monastery of St. Cuthbert and was sent on to help us, as far as I know. Bring in an invisible water bottle. <clears throat> That's <laughs> how good an actor he is. That's weird. <laughs> I am truly a mime. <laughs> a mime is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> yes. Quit it shooting them. So, <laughs> I don't think a whole lot happened in this room. I no. Don't no. Remember a we, lot. we moved on. Um, but this this is where I think I think us dealing with the with the king and then getting this getting through this door and getting poisoned or sickened or whatever the effect was, and then going back to try and find Gelf. I think that may have been that entire episode, because I'm pretty sure that soon after that. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, no, we, you had a we, we, went in, we went in, we went into the disco room. Yeah. Yes, that yes. was without Alma. For sure. Yeah, I was thinking from because here, it was it was the start of the next episode when we were horribly beaten after this upcoming combat. But <laughs> we decided to uh, to head back and we met yes. Alma at the stairs. Yeah, you uh, because it's the it was the path of least resistance, right? There were no locked doors. Yeah, you could just go. You looked both ways. More doors. Keep on going. More doors. And then you stuck walked up to this room, and I think Tarathiel no fares on. Ferzon yes. stuck his head in here, and it was completely lit, right? I mean, and these dancing lights everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it was a rave. <laughs> but with a decent enough perception, you saw the yep. shimmering bodies of what was it, like half a dozen. It was um, a lot. What <laughs> a lucky attack. Yes, there were, I think, a half a dozen of the skulks. I think so. Yeah, it was pretty gross. It, it was at least five. <laughs> I think it was enough for Farazan to have dropped. I think didn't didn't he didn't he fall? Um, yes. I remember. I remember we were standing in this of, yeah. in this corner, and um, it was it was Farazan standing next to a bonfire. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and I, I think, tried to plug the hole, and the skull said, "Skull don't give a fuck," and jumped in the fire. <laughs> yeah. well, I remember. <clears throat> I remember Terathiel running in and dancing around this bowl and trying, like, <laughs> and then just noticing just how many things were in the room and just noping out. It's like, no, nope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we came right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. pretty much we pretty much stood right there at that intersection yes. and fought them off. Yes, yeah. Fire, uh, uh, bonfires are blazing here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Um, the the key thing was is you were able to see the shimmering. I mean, they're invisible. But the way that 5e treats invisibility, you can somewhat like like Predator, you know, yeah, just casual glance. You're not going to see him. But if they're moving around and coming up towards you and indeed fighting you, you see a shimmering of an image, but yep. you still have disadvantage. Yeah, you have disadvantage with every single attack because they were invisible. Um, and that's pretty tough when six of your enemies are all have this, you know, you have a disadvantage to attack them. Um, and I think that gave them advantage. They're yeah. invisible. You can't see them. So you yes. had disadvantage to see them. They had advantage to attack you. Yep. yep. It was a very, very, and they're not strong. Like they're 
one or two hit wonders, but the key is how do you hit them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Terathiel had uh, destroyed Gelb's grandfather clock to have a reflective surface. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, he just right. pulled that's the right. face right. off of it. And it had like, yeah. it didn't have like a, a, a family member or something like that engraved on it. It's a yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I like remember that grandfather clock. Yes, <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was Papa. Yeah, I, uh, I remember vaguely saying something like, uh, "You know, if we come back, then then um, Keldun can just repair it uh, using his his magic. Yeah. And if we don't yeah, come yeah. back, then then I don't care." Um, <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> uh, Spider Monkey attack and Chan has asked what's going on. Uh, so it looks like somebody responded. We're recapping a couple of episodes that we lost uh, due to download issues and uh, hard drive issues. We didn't get them uploaded to YouTube. So these are we're doing this in the attempt to replace the lost episodes on YouTube so we have a continuous stream. Um, so, uh, Mr. Monkey Man, if you are interested in watching all of these episodes, they're on YouTube, uh, the Back Patio Network YouTube uh, I think we've got what twenty four episodes up there now, so mm-hmm. check it out. Uh, we are just trying to fill in some blanks because we're missing an Alma tonight. She had to do, she had an emergency. She had to step away, so we couldn't do a, a true new recording tonight. But thanks for asking. I appreciate it. I, I like uh, to joke that the episodes were uh, were like raided by skulks in between the two servers, like in, in between Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> a bunch of skulks jumped the uh, episode and ran away with it. There to yeah. them away. It feels that yeah. way very, very much. Um, so this fight was pretty epic. Like it was, I feel like it was a thirty forty. That was a tough one. It was, was a very, real tough one. And that was your first real tough encounter too. All right, everybody yes. else is bugged out. They <laughs> like Rachel's fantastic now. Um, they you they either ran away or you killed one and it took off or it's just trapped. Like this was the first true challenge. And even back in episode one, where you've had some thugs, that was a what a two rounder because yeah. Calvin did some sleepy action. So yeah. Yeah. Um, this was your first true challenge, and boy howdy was it! Um, I think this is also the first time that you were. Um, you were rolling um, death saves privately so that we couldn't see the results. <laughs> yes. And then we found out afterwards that Fezan had two failures when, yeah, we, two when we got to it. Yes. So one failed. more failed save and he would have died. Yes. And that's when I tried to come up with a way to ha- have some transparency with my roles. But, like, you know what? I am transparent with literally every other role I do. Just trust me when I do this. I- I'm going to do it completely 100% what I roll. So... It's interesting. I feel like if I, you don't know how dead they are, why would you? Like, if you go up and do a medicine check, just getting that out there, I will tell you how many death saves they've done. But just eyeballing yeah. somebody, you know how? I mean, I'm, I've been a nurse for 20 years. I could look at somebody and tell you how dead they were. I'd have to do a little bit of assessment. So that's kind of where that comes from. So I will be doing all the death saves behind the screen. I, I love Lucky it personally. As a, as, a, as a house rule, I think it's great. Yeah. As, as the frontline fighter who's been down at least six <laughs> times, I don't like it. Please. <laughs> well, you did get something out of it later, so let's not spoil <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, so, yeah, I think this this is actually where episode seven ended. Yeah, yeah I think we left. Fight. You finished the fight. Some ran away. You you killed most of them, but a few of them scurried off into the little holes uh, yeah. to the north and to the south. Um, 
but you guys bugged out. You're like, oh my god, we got our butt kicked. <laughs> it, it, the whole aliens. I don't know if you paid attention to current events. Yeah. Got our ass kicked. <laughs> um, yeah. So you left, and this yes. is where we ended. We ended right here because yes. I remember exactly how episode eight started. Yep. And so. So do we want to cut out now and, and come back again? Yeah, it's a, it's a little shorter one, 20-minute uh, one, but we're going to stop and reset the stream. If you're online, please don't go anywhere. We'll be literally back in one minute. Uh, according to Coward, I'm going to go poop. So we'll see. <laughs> a lot of pooping. But hang out. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Yeah.